Have you dreamed of bigger things for your life? Then you are in the right place. Each week, you will be given tips on how to change your inner dialogue, conquer your goals, and ways to step into a higher version of yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Kubat. I'm a motivational speaker who hosts personal development events. I'm a sought-after fitness instructor, a wife, and a mom of two young boys. I'm obsessed with all things personal development, and I believe anyone can achieve the life they want. Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today. I appreciate you for picking this show to listen to. I also appreciate you for being patient the last several weeks when episodes have just been scattered all over the place. They have not been posted every single Wednesday at a certain time. You know, we've had a lot of school closings. We had a hurricane that never happened, thank God. My kids have been home a lot and just finding time to record has been really challenging and I just appreciate you for sticking it out with me and today we're talking about scarcity and abundant mindset and to be honest with you the scarcity mindset started creeping in the last couple days because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to record and I was kind of attacking myself. I'm like, you're going to upset your listeners. You're going to show them that you're not consistent. It may aggravate people that your show is not on time. Maybe they'll find another show to listen to. Maybe they don't think you're devoted to the show anymore. And that's not the case at all. And it's just, I have to pick my battles and let some things go and don't force myself to record when I'm super tired or when there's a lot going on and because I want to give you guys my best and that scarcity mindset started creeping in and I had to change that. So today we're talking about scarcity and abundant mindset and maybe for you, This is a newer concept. We're going to go through the differences of the two. And I'm sure you've had experiences in your life, maybe be it family members, parents, whatever, where maybe you have to reteach yourself new methods. And that's what we're all going to talk about today. All meaning me going to talk to you all. (laughs) Before I get into that, I'm not sure if you have heard, seen it on social media. If you're not, follow me. What are you doing? I want to know who's listening to the show. At Lauren, period, Kubat, K-U-B-A-T. And then my Moosely cereal is at Moosely cereal, M-O-O-S-E-L-Y cereal, C-E-R-E-A-L. I think that's, yeah, how you spell it. (laughs) I have a new flavor out. It is apple cinnamon. It is so delicious. It is dried apple chunks with oats and cinnamon and chia seeds and hemp seed and flaxseed and almonds. It is my new favorite. It's my husband's new favorite. It is limited edition. Every time I turn around, he's like trying to get in to my apple cinnamon. I'm like, no, (laughs) stay out. This is precious Um, because it's really hard to get the dried apples actually. And um, so 
It is so good. You can get it at Moosley Cereal on Instagram or mymoosley.com. What I love about it is it's very versatile. I like to have it cold in vanilla almond milk as cereal right after the gym. I also put it in yogurt. I warmed it up, but personally, I like it cold. But I know so many people that like it warm, especially it's getting colder outside. In a smoothie, you could bake with it. It is so good. Limited edition. I don't know how long I'm going to keep it around. Probably only until Christmas, if I'm being honest. But jump on that if you are interested. It has fiber that feeds the good bacteria in your gut. Helps you go to the bathroom if you struggle with that. Uh, and just keeps you satiated for hours so you're not, you know, dipping your hands in the M&M jar. I don't know if you guys have an M&M jar. M&M jar. It's Christmas time. Don't you keep candy around the house? But anyway, it's super delicious. So I'll leave all that information in the show notes. Okay, so the topic of scarcity and abundance and applying it to your mindset. The last month or so, I've really had to kind of engulf myself in this mindset and I have, I will leave my resources in the show notes, but I've been listening to podcasts on this topic. I've been meditating to this topic. I have been listening to an audible book on this topic and it has made me feel more at peace. So before we get into, I guess, the specifics and the methods on how to have a more abundant mindset, I want to go through the differences of both. So if you have a gratitude and abundance mindset, you are going to be more empowered to take action and calculated risks to work towards your goals. You focus on what you can control. This may be your attitude attention placement. You have positive attitude that's focused on unlimited possibility. Your view as failures, you view them as learning opportunities. You operate from a deep sense of self-worth and security. And this mindset empowers you to show up in your best life as your best self. Now, if you have a fear and scarcity mindset, your actions are driven by fear. You stay in your comfort zone. You resist change. I'm reading off of this um, this article that I found, and it hits right on the nail on its head. I think that's the saying. Uh, you worry about things that are outside of your control. Your negative attitude is focused on what is lacking. You fear personal failure. This mindset can enable us to neglect our health and relationships. It minimizes motivation and prevents us from showing up our best. So that is the main difference. I also want to say like all in all, a scarcity mindset looks for the negative glass half empty where an abundant mindset looks for glass half full. You know there's more opportunities. Now, abundance and scarcity you may think of this when it comes to money. I think that's um, your first thought. Maybe it's not. My first thought when I have an abundant mindset, I think about finances. But it's not just, you know, for finances. Our abundant way of thinking, our scarcity way of thinking can be applied to our friendships, business opportunities, again, money, um, 
food, our time. So like friendships, when I think about having like a scarcity mindset, I was, before I hit record, I was just making some notes and I'm like, where have I had a scarcity mindset aside from finances? And I thought about friendships. I remember growing up, um, so I was really suffered with lack of confidence. Um, and that was because I struggled with my own self-image and my self-worth that when I had friends, I got jealous when my friends made friends. And that was because I thought, you know, oh, they have a new friend. That means they're going to spend more time with that friend or they think that friend is better than me and I'm going to lose this friend. And that was coming from a scarcity mindset. Also, business opportunities. You may want to start your own business or maybe get into an MLM or something like that. And you might be saying to yourself like, well, so-and-so is already doing this or there are so many other makeup artists or people that do lashes or whatever it is that, you know, this market is already saturated. Why, why even try? That's a scarcity mindset. Food. Why I mentioned food is I thought back to the pandemic and how so many people had a scarcity mindset. We were literally scared. And that's why people were going out and buying toilet paper and and, an abundant amount, um, canned goods. The media made so many people scared into thinking like there wasn't enough to go around. That is definitely a scarcity mindset. And some of the habits come from my childhood. So I wasn't one of those people that went out. My husband grabbed a few things, but we didn't grab a ton of stuff. Actually, we weren't as prepared as maybe we should have been, but we didn't have a scarcity mindset. I wasn't scared. Um, But growing up, I was one of five kids. I was the middle kid. And I remember uh, there wasn't always a lot of food in the house. And when I got anything, I wanted to either hide it or I wanted to eat it all because I felt like, okay, this is rare that this item is here. Um, it's rare that nobody else has gotten it to it before me. I better eat as much as I can. And that transitioned into my adult life when we have so much food in our house, like Anything I want, I order it on Target and, you know, it's here, whatever, Amazon. And, but I noticed I will hide food from like my kids, like my treats and stuff. And maybe you do this as well. I hide it from my husband because I'm like, no, this is mine. I don't want everybody to eat it before me. But I remember doing this when I was a kid. And now I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, I could go to the store anytime I want and grab exactly what I need. There's always more. So that's like one area like I've had to catch myself. Another area is time. You know, we say things like there's only so many hours in a day. Um, I don't have enough time. I have so much on my to-do list. I am, I'm holding my hand up because that is me too, where I'm like, I have so much to do in a short amount of time and there isn't enough. Well, that's kind of where we have a scarcity mindset. A lot of us do is around time. So again, it just doesn't apply to finances. Why I've been mentioning finances so much 
is because that is an area that I feel was so severe growing up. And that area is the one I've had to do the most work on. And that comes from, I would say, the the thoughts and habits and language that my dad spoke and did. And we no longer have a relationship. It's not because of that. And I don't know, maybe some of you guys can't understand that and I don't have to explain myself to anybody, but I there was a period of time where I felt like I had to explain explain that and just it wasn't a healthy relationship it didn't our relationship did not bring me happiness it uh, made me feel guilty and I didn't want to have that negativity in my life anymore and I'm perfectly happy and I don't want my kids to experience that either but anyway um so some of the things around finances that my father, I feel like, implanted into all of us was, so for example, paying bills. I remember how angry and stressed out he got when he was paying bills, like hawing and yelling and asking my mom, you know, what did you spend at Walmart? Why was it so expensive? To the point where towards the end, they're divorced. They've been divorced for quite some time now, um, where he made her, every time she went to the store, to put the receipt on his desk so he could check what she spent. And having five kids is, you know, it's expensive. And, you know, she's going to the store getting laundry detergent and things that we needed. And when we used to check out at grocery stores or at Kohl's, I remember him, like, biting his nails and his eyes got all big and like you could tell he was getting nervous to see what the total was and I realized that behavior I took on as an adult and I have no reason to. I know now that money is an exchange of energy like we can always have more yeah, it comes and it goes. It comes and it goes. It's like this constant, you know, in and out, in and out. And whatever I need is going to be provided to me. I will create it. It is in the universe. And I know that. But still, there are some times where I check out at the store and I start to get this like nervous feeling right before I, you know, put my card in or, you know, pay cash, whatever it is. And that stems from how he treated money. He would also play the lottery like it was a game and like it was actually a possibility, like it was in his future. I don't even know how many thousands of dollars he has spent on lottery tickets. I think he still still um, plays but or buys or whatever. But I remember so often he would say, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be nice? And this is what I would do with the money. And he was giving his power away and putting it in somebody else's hands, putting it up to luck, 
like, oh my gosh, my whole life would change if this particular thing happened, if I won. Rather than knowing if he wanted to create more opportunity, he could do it. But instead, he was giving his power away. And maybe this is you, maybe someone in your life, maybe it's your spouse, or maybe you know somebody in your life that often does this. And I remember so many times in our childhood, he would see a neighbor get new things and, you know, be like, oh, that must be nice. They just got a new boat. They got a car, new car, a new house, this and that. And that envy, that jealousy, and he's used those words like, oh, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. He used those words with us like, well, if I would have went to college like you or you know, you're so lucky that you went to college and you're so, you know, whatever it may be, that 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 is coming from a scarcity mindset. And there was so much work that I had to change so I didn't come from a place of scarcity. And it's work. It is definitely work. There are two things now I will no longer say. I wore it like a badge of honor before because I always saw him like clipping coupons and, you know, um, just like going from store to store to find the best deal. Now your girl loves a deal. I love a deal just because I'm like, oh, you know, it's, it's like a win, right? Like, oh, I found, I found, for example, I went to five below. I was picking up, I don't know, birthday cards or something. And I saw these big candy canes that I got for my yard that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a really good deal. Five bucks. So I got like six or whatever. And then I go to Home Depot a couple days later. I see the same candy canes for $10 a piece. When I bought those candy canes for $5 a piece. And I'm like, score. It was like a little, little high. Um, So I love a good deal. It's not about that. It's not about being frivolous with your money. It's not about just living a frivolous lifestyle. It's about how you approach things. It's how you see money like It's not the end-all, be-all, like, whether you have it, what I mean by that is money can help so many people. It can change lives. You feel less stressed when you have more. And I know that I have the potential to make as much money as I want. I approach it as that. And so that's where... um, the money aspect has shifted. Um, I think the most important thing when you think of having an abundant mindset is to first acknowledge your thoughts. For example, when I said like having a scarcity mindset around the podcast and not posting this episode in time, okay, I had to literally sit with those thoughts and be like, okay, acknowledge those. Where are those thoughts coming from? Okay. I had to acknowledge the language I am using. So I refuse to use the word. It's no longer in my vocabulary because I used to use these two words like they're a badge of honor, cheap and frugal. I remember in college, I used to be like, I'm so cheap. Like I'm so frugal, like counted every penny and, you know, thought much like my dad, like what I have now is what I'll ever always have. I will never have more. So I use those words like, no, I'm going to find it cheaper and I'm going to be frugal with my money and I'm going to hold on. 
I will no longer say I'm cheap and I am frugal because I'm not. And I don't want to wear those words like a badge of honor because no, I'm rich. Even (laughs) this is something I do. So our coffee maker has different settings. Like we have, um, I don't know, like medium roast. We have um, bold and we have rich. You bet your ass every single time I set our coffee maker, I am picking rich because that's how I feel. It's a feeling too. It is a feeling. Do you feel rich? Do you have gratitude for everything that you already have and know that everything you need is here waiting for you? You just have to feel worthy enough to get those things, to have more opportunities in your life, to meet those types of people. You have to believe it in yourself. So going back to having a more of a abundance mindset is acknowledging your thoughts, acknowledging your language, changing your language. Is your language coming from somebody who raised you? Do you want their language to become yours? This can be applied to um, your body. Maybe growing up, you've heard somebody say like, oh, genetics, oh, this is how I'm always going to be. A main thing I hear so often is like, oh, it's my age. Once I hit this age, you know, I'm never going to be the way I was. That is coming from a scarcity mindset. Well, that attitude is not going to get you anywhere. Yes, there are medical issues. Yes, your hormones change, but your beliefs become your reality. And then the last one, the hardest one I feel like is letting other people's beliefs affect your own. Maybe you live with a spouse who has limiting beliefs and a scarcity mindset. That Those beliefs seep into yours, unfortunately. And you're, you're going to have to work overtime to change those thoughts. So some things I'm working on now to have a more of an abundance mindset because it's a work in progress. It's like 33 years old. I am trying to undo damage that was done for 26, 27 years. Like it takes... It takes effort, right? It was ingrained in me. Now I'm, you know, carving out some new words and new language and new thoughts. So, oh my gosh, I love this one. I have been making it more of a habit to meditate. If you've been listening to the show for a while, maybe you've seen this is kind of in an ebb and flow with meditation that I have tried and you know things happen and then i have to try again and i know it's in my future to be able to meditate every single day what has worked for me right now five minute meditation look for it on spotify i don't think of it as a i have to do the breathing the correct way i have to only be thinking about what she's saying i let my thoughts wander when they wander i have them come back i'm not so strict with it i don't have to be um sitting down. I don't have to be laying down. If I don't get to this meditation where I am usually sitting or laying down um, in the morning, when I have quiet time in the car, like let's say I drop my boys off at school, I have five minutes of the car, I will play it while, I was, while I'm driving. I am adapting the meditation to my lifestyle and how it works for me, and the same can be applied to you. So I love her, oh gosh, I think it's her morning meditation. Look for it on Spotify. I don't, that's how I listen. She's probably on YouTube. Her name, she's the most angelic voice. I, Majorlene, Majorlene, I don't know how 
how to exactly pronounce it, okay? But she's the most beautiful name, most angelic voice. Her Abundance Vortex episode, I think she posted that in June or July. I listened to that one probably every single day for the past month, sometimes two times a day. Um, And it's unbelievable. I love it. Abundance Vortex, her morning meditation. And then this other one that is really, really great is um, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Oh my gosh. A lot of the things that I'm listening to, I'm on Audible, um, is I'm like, oh my gosh, I know why I have these thoughts. It's like, it's completely clear to me. It's like, oh, that's why I have to work overtime on this. It's because of how I was brought up and the same may be for you, but it's very interesting. I really, really enjoy that. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. I forget who wrote it, um, but that one is is really uh, intriguing. And the reason why it is up to us to change our mindset is because we don't want to implant our scarcity mindset on our children. I know if you're listening to this podcast, you absolutely do not want to have them have the same limiting beliefs that you have. And so some sometimes I have to think, okay, how do I want to approach this topic, be it food, be it um body. I don't want to have my sons have poor body image like I did for so long. Um, Finances. I want them to always know like, yeah, you have to work, um, but you can have your money work for you like investments. You can start your own business. You can look for new opportunities. And a lot of it has to do with our language and our habits. So if you, if you have limiting beliefs, Look into listening to that um, meditation. Listen to those books on Audible. You could find every single um, scarcity mindset topic that you can imagine. You can find that. Maybe it's relationships as far as like intimate relationships. Like, oh, I, I always attract these losers. Okay, well, you got to change that mindset. So I hope this episode helps you. It would mean so much to me, my dear friend, (laughs) if you would screenshot this episode, share it to your social media, tag me. It is my love language. I, I want to bring the best show to you guys, and I appreciate you guys for being so patient. It is the, you know time of year where the holidays are approaching next week is thanksgiving depending on when you're listening christmas is coming this can be such a hard time for so many people and if you're going through a hard time i'm sending you so much love and just smile put out that good energy um and i love you and i mean it and by smile i mean as i was saying that don't suppress the way you feel But when I mean smile, that means like smile to the person at the checkout. You don't know what they're going through. You know, give extra grace to somebody who's messed up your order, okay? Because it can make a huge difference. There was this lady at Walmart, and I hardly ever go to Walmart, but I had to go there for a few things. And she was the nicest Walmart lady ever. And I just told her that. I said, oh my gosh, you have to be the 
the friendliest um, employee I have met here. Thank you so much. And she's like, oh, thank you. And I'm like, it really does make a difference. So just by telling somebody that they're making a difference and their positive attitude is making you feel better, that's spreading joy. All right, you guys, thank you for so, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it so much. And remember, you got this. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed so you know when more episodes come available. My goal is to inspire others to become their vision. And one way to get the word out is with reviews. I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review on iTunes and it would mean so much to me. Thanks again. And remember to go after the life you want. Bye guys. Bye guys.